is nothing wrong with your radio. Do not attempt to change the station. We are controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will bring it to a whisper. For the next hour, sit quietly and we shall control all that you hear. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limits. And now, it's time for the radio show that covers just about every topic. Because variety is the spice of life. From the arcane and unusual to current events and practical tips. Because if it's interesting, they'll be talking about it. And now, here's Bill and Allison Mancaro. Good morning, Hill Country. We are Bill and Allison. Good morning. Oh, well, there you are, Allison. Allison running the uh, running the board this morning, right. as she always does, and she That's does right. a great job doing it. We are Bill and Allison, and uh, we are sometimes wrong. But we're always right. We're always right. We are always right. By the way, just so you know, we identify as non-binary. We are non-binary. <laughs> just, just so you lay it out there so everybody knows. We'd like to begin our program with a verse, and this is from Matthew... The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6. But seek first, Jesus said, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. You know, it's it's our nature, our fallen human nature, to grow worried when the economic future is bleak, seems bleak, but the Lord promises to provide for our every need. And uh, Jesus said elsewhere, uh, you know, he, he clothes the flowers and provides food for the birds. And if you're more important than birds and flowers. So if he provides for them, we know he'll provide for us too. 810 is our Hill Country Patriot time. And we've got a lot going on this weekend that we'll be telling you about during the show. Okay. We've got... Uh, There's always a lot going on around here, isn't there? There, are, there really is. There really is. And uh, especially today, I've got a ton of things. Uh, we're also going to be talking about, uh, oh, what the left has uh, in store for curing inflation. Ooh, I can't wait to hear. Yeah, uh, it's really, it's really uh, unique, and uh, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to have an interview. It's our second uh, appearance, on, his second appearance on the show, uh, Dr. Mark McDonald, M.D., uh, psycholo- psychiatrist, rather, uh, and the author of United States of Fear, How America Fell Victim to a Mass Delusional Psychosis. And he's referring to all the crazy COVID stuff that uh, people have uh, reacted to. And we just interviewed him about his most recent book, his follow-up book to that. Which is? Yeah, I don't have it in front of me, Also, you, you, you lean down these <laughs> blind alleys. I didn't write that down. Uh, it's a 12-step approach to getting rid of your fears. Right, right. Uh, now, that's going to be a next hour, is that correct? Uh, that's going to be in the next hour. That's okay. correct. The okay. Nine o'clock portion of our show. So you have to stay with us. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I did a little research about t- some Texas history. In a very important week in 1835, 
Texas lawmakers instituted a special force known as the Allison. See, you do it to me. I'm doing it to you. The Texas Rangers. Okay. Stephen F. Austin had hired 10 experienced frontiersmen as rangers, we call them rangers, uh, as early as 1823. But in 1835, legislation formalized the organization. Now, the, uh, the as we know, the Texas Rangers have been in many battles with various Indian tribes, and they were in the Mexican War. Uh, they are dispatched to restore order during various feuds, border disturbances, civ- civil upheals. Uh, in the early 20th centuries, uh, uh, they they were even more involved. Uh, and uh, when the Texas Department of Public Safety was founded in 1935, it assumed responsibility uh, for the Rangers. But in the subsequent decades, they have always been known as the elite of Texas law enforcement. And there's a Ranger Museum in Fredericksburg and uh, also the Texas Ranger Hall of Fame and Museum in Waco. So that's something good to know. Mm-hmm. Certainly is. Yeah. And let's see, 8.12, eight, almost 8.13 on a Saturday morning with Bill and Allison. The uh, 32nd Annual Fredericksburg Food and Wine Fest is today, Saturday, October 22nd going to be on market plots with gates opening at noon and continuing until 7 p.m. There'll be a full day of offerings from 21 wineries, musical entertainment, and much, <clears throat> excuse me, much more. It's $25 a person, under 21, $5 each. Kids under 5 are free, and don't bring your pets because they're not allowed at market plots. Now, does that, can I drink all the wine that I can? <laughs> uh, for $25, you can have one glass of wine, or I think it's three tastings or something like that. Yeah. Okay, but there's a lot more than wine. There's musical entertainment. There's booths. There's uh, it's the food and wine fest, Elsa, oh. not just the wine fest. <laughs> okay. Gee. Well, do I get food for that for that price? Uh, you yeah, you do. Why do you ask me these questions? <laughs> I'm not prepared to answer. Oh, anyway, a lot, uh, so much going on. And uh, one thing that is going on is the election denier in chief. Uh, and I'm talking about the woman who uh, claims to be the governor of Georgia, Stacey Abrams. Uh, she, uh, uh, governor in her own mind, uh, she actually said after the election whether she lost that she won. Oh, exactly, exactly. And, and, and she and her ilk accused Donald Trump of being crazy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He has a whole lot more claim to uh, having won the election than, than she does. Certainly. Certainly. Well, she says, I mean, she is really nuts. Uh, She denies that there's a baby heartbeat at six weeks, and medically there is. I did a lot of research on this, and it's a fact. Uh, There is a fetal heartbeat at actually, it could be five weeks. Um, And uh, she says, no, there's no such thing. Quote, it is a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have a right to take control of a woman's body. (laughs) Well, you know, with abortion, you're not... It's not your body anymore. It's your baby's body, too. Uh, but that's, uh, she said She said that a few weeks ago. Okay, No such thing as a, as a fetal heartbeat at six weeks, which is, talk about denying science. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, but uh, she's running for governor in Georgia, as we said again. Fortunately, uh, Kemp is leading her in every poll that I've seen. Uh, let's hope that's the case. Um, because once she's governor, she'll be running for president vice president, you know. Uh, 
But this week, she said that the, and I'm, we're going to be playing ABR, ABO, Allison. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, she said that the solution to inflation, <laughs> see, we all want to know what the solution to inflation is. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what Stacey Abrams, and she's not alone in saying this or in thinking this. She's just bold enough to say it. The solution to inflation is to kill your children. But let's be clear. Having children is why you're worried about your price for gas. It's why you're concerned about how much food costs. Yeah, you heard that right. That was Stacey Abrams. <laughs> she blames children for the price of gasoline and the prices in the grocery store. Well, and she also said that she reminded people they can just reduce their bills to zero by just killing themselves. Oh, she said that too? Oh, you, you, that's a little joke. Oh, okay. you got to tell me when you make a joke. Well, it's on, on, fra- from Babylon B, but... But I believe she said it on, no, on Morning, Morning Joe. She didn't? I don't know. I don't watch that ridiculous show. As it turns out, not being alive anymore solves almost all economic problems, she said. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, seriously what she said. And and if there, if there are fewer people alive, that means fewer mouths to feed and fewer problems in general. I'm very compassionate. Yeah, she's real compassionate. Her her comments have drawn adulation from her, from her supporters as they're mostly communists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, the, and 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 that the, they get they get very annoyed at the thought of too many people being alive. Well, they want to reduce the population mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just read uh, this week uh, that uh, uh, about how many people are dying from the COVID vaccine. Uh, it's very serious, and that I, I don't have the stuff in front of me because I wasn't going to be talking about it this week. But uh, uh, they're finding all sorts of strange-looking. Uh, filament-like things in people's bloodstreams mm-hmm. uh, that are causing strokes and heart attacks. And these are they, they've never seen these before, and these were all people who were vaccinated. Well, and a um, funeral director said that 95% of corpses had received COVID vaccination within two weeks of their death. Wow. This, is, this was in New Zealand, this, this funeral, funeral director. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. Well, getting back to uh, this this craziness about uh, killing your children to to uh, solve inflation, uh, it's, uh, the Democrats' current argument is elect more Democrats <clears throat> so we can have more late-term abortions of healthy children to offset the cost of Democrat-caused inflation. That's their logic. That's their logic. Uh, you know, I don't know why l- the left is so obsessed with full-term baby killing and even mm-hmm. after-birth baby killing. Right. But right. Seriously, they, they, they're, some are advocating after-birth baby killing. So Stacey Abrams and the left's case, is, it's not only just a defending abortion. She was arguing against having children. Mm-hmm. So you stay childless and you can deal with any economic problems that may come your way. Uh, you know... You wouldn't be so hard. The Democrats are saying, in other words, you wouldn't be so harmed by our policies if, if you just kept your pants on and your life solitary, you know, have no children. Uh, you know, I mean, she's the one, of course, who said there's no fetal heartbeat, as I mentioned. Um, yeah, the problem, according to Stacey Abrams, the problem, the Democrats, according to Democrats, isn't Biden's supply chain crisis or Biden's energy crisis or flooding the country with millions of illegals. The problem is it's the lack of access to baby killing. That's the real problem in this country, according to the left. Well, Boston University um, might be working on that. 
they have, and probably with our tax dollars, they have developed a COVID strain that has an 80% kill rate. Why? Uh, that, well, well, that's uh, that's my question. Why? Yeah, they have they are testing it out on mice, and 80% of the mice that they injected this with have died. Why would they do that? I don't know. Just to kill more people? Reduce the well, population? that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, Gloria Steinem uh, years ago said the solution to, to climate change was to reduce the population to have mm-hmm. more abortions. Mm-hmm. That would be the solution to climate change, to have more abortions, to kill more babies. Uh, well, well, that's Boston University? Boston University. And, and the theory is that it's um, it it's an, has an offensive military purpose. Oh, that's, well, yeah, so we're going to kill the, the enemy by putting a virus on them. Great, we're going to... We're, mm-hmm. we're going to release a, a virus that right. kills 80% of the people right. because we want to go to war. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. as well as uh, Tul- Tulsi Gabbard, who just quit the Democrat Party, mm-hmm. said they're a cabal of warmongers. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, uh, the, I know what you're talking about, this uh, Boston University uh, developing this vac- uh, new virus. Uh, it's five times more infectious than Omicron. Mm-hmm. Five times more infectious. Uh, you know... Well, they, I think it's they combined Omicron and um, regular COVID. Yeah. So they, they went to a laboratory. They took mm-hmm. Omicron, then they took COVID-19 and, and mixed them together and came up with something that kills 80% of the, mm-hmm. the mice that they experimented on. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you know, they tried to get you to take the vax the easy way. This is the other way that they convince you. Well, if you don't take it, you got you're not an 80% chance of dying by not. But you should take the vaccine that we against the virus that we created in the laboratory. You know? Uh, Allison, play, uh, this is, uh, oh, uh, play, uh, let's see, do we have it? Yeah, two arms. This is, this is what the, what's his name? Oh, I didn't have his name. This, I know what he is. He's the White House, right now, he's the White House COVID response coordinator. That's his title. The White House COVID response coordinator. And this is his insane comment. I really believe this is why God gave us two arms, one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. What is I really believe this is why God gave us two arms, one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. And he is a doctor. (laughs) What a friggin' idiot. I mean, really, what a friggin' idiot. So anyway, getting back on this subject, this this is what uh, Gloria Steinem said. What causes climate deprivation is population. If we had not been systematically forcing women to have children they don't want or can't care for over the past 500 years of patriarchy, we wouldn't have the climate problems that we have. That's the fundamental cause of climate change, unquote. Gloria Steinem. So, you know, there you go. You want to end inflation? Kill babies. Want to lower the deficit? Kill babies. Want to save Mother Earth, kill the babies. That's there. You go. It's a it's a it's a cabal of death. Uh, Proverbs eight thirty six. Going from memory. All those who hate me, love death. And for a long time, I didn't understand that, and boy, now I do. Now I do. All those who hate me, love death. Abortion, euthanasia promoting of homosexuality, which doesn't result in children, uh, transgenderism, mutilation of, of children, 
so they they become sterile although and many more things all those who hate me love death well that's a delightful subject to start our uh, start our show <laughs> with isn't it Allison <laughs> yes well 825 is our hill country patriot time I have really cute new phones so yes you do Allison got a got a, she's so excited about her phone <laughs> It's a flip phone. Well, hey, I had a flip phone for years. I wasn't that excited about it. 20 years ago. But now they have flip smartphones. Uh-huh. And Allison just got it this week, and she is stoked about it. Yeah. I still don't totally know how to use it, but uh, mm. but the, the the alarm clock did work this morning. Oh, your alarm? Yeah, I heard that. I didn't know what that was. I know. Well, good. Well, we've got uh, lots of things going on uh, in Hill Country. The Kerrville Mountain Bike Festival is today and tomorrow at the Shriner Park. It's going to be the final race of the 2022 Mountain Bike Texas Cup. Uh, it's the part of the American Mountain Bike Challenge race. Um, Kerrville Mountain Bike Festival will gain national exposure and attention. Uh, and it brings a full weekend of activities. Uh, as, as I say, it's today and tomorrow at uh, the Kerrville Shriner Park. And you can go to Kerrville mountainbikefestival.com to find out more about it. That's one of the things going on this weekend in Hill Country, among many, many other things going on in Hill Country. 827. <laughs> uh, if we've got to take a break, you got to give we me the sign. you got to give me the sign, Allison. <laughs> I don't know. i got to keep going, or you give me a sign for a break. And just laughing about it doesn't help. Okay. But we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, and this is the State Song of Texas. Texas, And we have have lots of news to tell you about, an outrageous thing that our State Department is spending money on. And I've got some uh, tips on homeschooling coming up. Standing every test, oh, empire-wide and glorious, you stand supremely blessed. Texas, your freeborn single star sends out its radiance to nations near and far. Emblem of freedom, it sets our hearts aglow with thoughts of San Jacinto and glorious Alamo. God bless you, Texas, and keep you brave and strong that you may grow in power and work throughout the ages long. God bless you, Texas, and keep you brave and strong, that you may grow in power and worth throughout the ages long. pressure in the southern plains will keep us sunny and breezy in the hill country today about 87 for the high at bandera ingram 85 and 88 at junction a few clouds and breezy overnight will drop into the low 60s and then a mix of sunshine and clouds on sunday a little bit more gusty and our highs will be in the mid 80s the hill country patriot Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison, Hill Country Patriot, 104.3, 102.1, and anytime, 24-7, firstcoupleoftexasradio.com.
And as Allison said, we are Bill and Allison, and it's 8.32 on a Saturday morning, welcoming you back to our show and letting you know that we, again, so you, just so you know, we identify as non-binary. <laughs> non-binary. Just, people need to know that. Very important. As a reminder, you need to get out and vote. That's right. Get out and vote. We've got some information coming up on getting out getting out and voting, but we are, as I said, non-binary. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Thank you, Joe. Two words for you there. Made in America. Well, while we're, while we're talking about our president... Um, <clears throat> you mentioned voting, too, and I've, I've got something on that here. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden's State Department is spending more than $20,000 for a cultural center in Ecuador to host drag theater performances. Seriously? Seriously. Ecuador? The state. Our tax money is going. The State Department awarded a $20,600 grant on September 23rd to Centro Equatoriano Norte Americana. Well, your, your accent is down perfect. That's great. <laughs> Okay, CEN for short. It's a nonprofit organization supported by the U.S. Embassy and the consulate in Ecuador to promote diversity and inclusion in the region. So our tax money, when you when you pay your taxes, just remember that mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, th- this project will include three workshops, twelve drag theater performances, and a two-minute documentary. Wow! Wow! Yeah, uh, it's. This grant is part of the State Department's public diplomacy program, which seeks to support the achievement of U.S. foreign policy goals and objectives, advance national interests, and enhance national security by, I'm I'm, I'm quoting, and and influencing foreign publics and by expanding and strengthening the relationship between the people and the government of the United States and the citizens all right, of the all rest right, of the of world. That. You know, if if uh, <laughs> you know, if parents, if parents, if they weren't called drag shows, if parents were told, yeah, a guy who will, likes to dress up in women's lingerie would like to uh, hang around your children, how far do you think that would get them? <laughs> you know, I th- I think, I, Allison, you you might give me a woman's perspective on this. It seems to me that drag queens to women are what blackface is to black people you know i never thought about it that way yeah. i mean I, I i think it's crazy but yeah well i think it's insulting quite frankly anyway we're talking about voting in kerr county balloters will have an opportunity to cast choices on official positions and local bond issues for early voting which we don't recommend uh i was saying there's fraud in kerr county or in the other counties that we uh our uh, ranch radio group serves, but, uh, uh, you know, better to vote in person. Uh, um, I'm, I'm better to vote on voting on election day, if I can <laughs> think of the words. Uh, but November 8th will be the general election. Early voting begins this Monday. And uh, what I have here is a press release from uh, uh, about Kerr County. Uh, Kerr County registered voters uh uh, can request a ballot by mail if they are 65 years of age or older, if they are or disabled, or they'll be out of the country during the period of early voting and on election day, 
or they are confined in jail but are legally eligible to vote. And uh, that's going to start Monday, uh, early voting, uh, either at the Hill Country Youth Events Center, the the Ag Barn, barn, or at the Ingram Independent School District Admin Building at 510 College Street in Ingram. And there'll be several things on the ballot. Uh, There'll be uh, choices uh, for uh, Congress, uh, governor, lieutenant governor, a whole bunch of uh, different offices. And there's going to be in Kirk County, there'll be some bond issues. Uh, Proposition A, B, and C you'll have to vote on. Uh, And uh, total cost is about, what, 20-some million, 25 million. Uh, And that will uh, raise uh, property taxes, according to... uh, uh, Many people, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, money's got to come from someplace. Yeah. So and uh, so, uh, you know, you, you make your choice as to whether you want to vote for those bond issues or not. I know what Alice and I are going to do. We're going to vote against all three of them. Yes, we are. Uh, and our special guest uh, last week, uh, we had an interview um, and uh, talked a lot about the bond issues. Uh, so you can go to firstcoupleoftexasradio.com. And uh, hear that interview. I, I, we have uh, separated out from the show. You can listen to the whole show, or you can just listen uh, to the interview. Now, how is it titled on our website? Uh, just interview about the bond issue. Okay. You know, okay. Specifics about the bond issue. You'll see it at first couple of Texas radio. But that's uh, that's what's going on uh, as far as voting is concerned. And you mentioned that's so. reminded me at eight thirty-eight Hill Country Patriot time. Told you I talk about homeschooling a little bit. And uh, last week we talked about, oh, people say, you know, kids shouldn't be homeschooled because uh, they, they don't socialize with other children uh, and it's, you know, bad for them. Well, there have been several studies on that subject, and that is not true at all. Uh, socialization is, uh, is, in fact, in some cases they found that kids were better off being homeschooled. Uh, they get together with gr- groups of other homeschool kids. They participate in community activities. Uh, they develop a, a much greater bond with their parents, uh, and uh, you know when, and they don't have to wear masks and uh, not go to school because the government has shut down schools. They don't have any of that, and most of all, parents can control what their child is learning. Uh, they're not learning about transgenderism and uh, and uh, you know identifying as another gender and homosexuality and all the things that. Some schools teach, uh, but regarding homeschooling, uh, if you if you have, have been homeschooling, ask yourself what worked last year. You know, maybe you used a curriculum that really inspired your child. Uh, maybe you started a new tradition that everybody loved. Make note of everything that worked well, and also what didn't go well last year, last time. I mean, did your children struggle with a certain subject or a certain approach? Uh, were certain routines better than others? Uh, did some of the activities didn't quite work out the way you wanted? Was there a rut? Were you getting in, into a rut at any point? So make a list of what didn't work, what did work, and uh, make adjustments. And think about what are your children's strengths? You know, every child is different. Uh, and one of the great advantages of homeschooling is the ability to cater to the specific needs of each child uh, and allow each to reach his or her potential. Uh, so focus on their strengths and find out what their interests are. I'm sure you know somewhat about what your child's interests are, but maybe they've changed. You know, kids change their minds. I, you know, I wanted to be a firefighter and then I wanted to be an astronaut and 
that I seriously wanted to be a garbage man. Uh, and, uh, you know, the kids' interests change. I understand that being a garbage man pays well. It does pay very well. Uh, it's not, it's a sanitary engineer. I shouldn't say garbage man, but, uh, you know, dive deep, fully grasp what your kids are drawn to, uh, and what, what they want to do. And then engage in that subject or activity alongside them, uh, and, uh, to help develop that interest. Um, so like the whole thing is what, what are you aiming to accomplish with homeschooling? What, what experiences, what lessons do you want to incorporate into your homeschool? How would you like your family to feel about homeschooling and learning? Uh, what would make you feel like your homeschool year was a success? I mean, why, why are you doing it? Why have you chosen to homeschool in the first place? Why is this the best option for each of your individual children and your family as a whole? Uh, maybe with some experience, new reasons. So if you get all these perspectives that I've talked about, you know, figuring out what worked last time, uh, curriculum or new traditions, um, you know, outings, um, going to museums, doing whatever. What worked? What didn't work? Uh, make, make a list and find out what are your children's strengths and what are their interests and uh, what are you aiming to accomplish by homeschooling. Uh, and with that perspective, I think you'll be better able to dive into the nitty-gritty knowing what to include and what not to include uh, in this homeschooling year. So there are a few tips on homeschooling that I hope you appreciate. 842, Hill Country Patriot Time. You're with Bill and Allison. And what you got, Allison? The, um, our government is hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. Yes. And I think you did know that. We did know that. Their average annual salary is $81,456. With that amount of money, you could put a police officer whose average salary is $55,000. You could put a police officer in every public school in the nation. They're 97568 and still have $1.8 billion left over. Do you know when that bill was passed allowing the IRS to hire all those agents? There was another bill that uh, proposed to hire uh, school security, and every Democrat in Congress voted against yeah. that. Yeah, I forgot. Every I'd Democrat in Congress that. voted I'd against hiring that. school security. Mm -hmm. But they're hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. Yeah. I I was mentioning that to a friend who is a, an American, but he lives out lives and works outside the country. So he he I'm not sure how ta the taxes work. I'm sure he pays something in the United States, or at least has to file a return. But I told him about it. And he was absolutely stunned because he had not heard about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, a poll released uh, this week by the New York Times asked respondents if they believe democracy is currently under threat, and a majority of voters agree democracy is under threat. But what's hilarious about the poll, and this is the New York Times, 84, the, the vast majority of respondents, 84% who said democracy is under threat, 84% of them said the major threat is, is the mainstream media. <laughs> Isn't that great? Isn't that great? That was the highest percentage of they were they were people were given ten options. Uh, let me see what the options were if I have that. 
uh, yeah, Donald Trump, Republican Party, uh, the federal government, the Supreme Court, the Electoral College, mainstream media, the federal government. So they had 10 options, and the highest percentage of respondents says the mainstream media is the main threat to democracy. <laughs> you know, that's got to hurt the Washington Post. It changed its slogan when it was bought by Jeff Bezos right. to democracy dies in darkness. Right, right. You know. That was about the time I canceled my subscription. Yeah. Yeah. And, and oh, I've, that is I, such a left wing. Subscribing person. to the Washington Post since. Oh, I I, can't, I won't tell you out loud because you'll be able to since figure out how your, old I am. To your twenties, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And so, because we lived, we we lived in Washington, so that was our paper. And uh, yeah, but their slogan is "Democracy dies in darkness." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know that they are dark. They are just a. They are really turned into a left wing propaganda sheet, a, an arm of the Democrat Party. Yeah, um, so it's, yeah. I mean, it, it's always been on the liberal side, but now it's just gone off the deep end. Yeah, yeah. Interesting that even even independents, not only Republicans, say the mainstream media is the number one major threat, but independents say the mainstream media is the threat, is the biggest threat to democracy. Uh, so Democrats might want to keep this poll in mind while they're screeching about democracy in January sixth. If they think warning about threats to democracy is going to help them with their midterm elections, they might be in for a surprise because, according to this survey, most voters don't view the same people or institutions as major threats to democracy as the mainstream media does. Mm-hmm. So there you go at 8.46 of Country Patriot Time. Well, the local council of the Spanish municipality of Sierra has... Handed out. This should be news of the weird. Do we have that? We have that uh, audio, Allison. This this is news of the weird. It's been so long. Okay. It's been so long. Yeah. Here, here it is. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, news of the weird. News of the weird. Thank you. Thank you, Rod. That's enough. Thank you. The local council of the Spanish municipality of Sierra has handed out several 300 euro fines to local farmers because one of their cows mooed above the allowed decibel limit. <laughs> Seriously. That's about 293 US dollars. Handed down to local farmers after a neighbor complained that one of the cows kept by the farmers was mooing too loudly. Okay. Uh... The neighbors said this has been going after several months, uh, and but the farmer said it was ridiculous to have to be fined for the mooing of a cow. Uh, the police of the town measured the mooing of the cow, found it to be 74 decibels, which is far above the maximum limit of 55 decibels allowed by the local government's news noise laws. Wow. Well, that is awfully loud. Yeah. I, I have, I have it's a, a cow. <laughs> It's a friggin' cow. Well, okay, while you're, while you're talking about cows, the son of the Ugandan dictator uh, has just been promoted to uh, general, and uh, he caused a stir because he posted on Twitter that he had offered a 100-cow dowry for the hand of the newly elected Italian prime minister, Georgia Maloney. <laughs> And he threatened to invade Italy if his offer All was, right. was refused. <laughs> <laughs> a 300 cow diary. Dowry? Yeah, I, I read that story. Well, 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 100. 
100. Only 100. Well, she's only worth 100 cows. Hmm. Wonder how she thinks about that. Well, I did read that story, and he also said, uh, he said, I don't understand. I know in Europe uh, that they, uh, in Italy, if you'd like a woman, you know, you give her flowers. He said, I, you know, Uganda, we don't do that. We give her a cow. And uh, he said, Ugandan cows are the most beautiful in the world. And they had a picture of it. They look like longhorns. They are very attractive. And uh, but he's not only give with this newly elected uh, prime minister of Italy, who is you know pretty hot actually, and uh, not only would he give her a cow, he wants to give her a hundred, a hundred cows, hundred cows. Yeah. And he he did say I may have a problem getting them through customs in Italy. <laughs> hundred cows. Oh, eight forty nine Hill Country Patriot Time with Bill and Allison, and we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back and talk about several things. What's going on in Hill Country? The things that you need to know this weekend because there's a ton of stuff going on that you need to know. We're going to be uh, next hour. We're going to be talking again with Dr. Mark McDonald, author of United States of Fear and a 12-step guide to dealing with your fears about pretty much anything. So that's a really fascinating interview that we'll be having in the nine o'clock hour on the Bill and Allison show. And remember, we are sometimes wrong. We're always right. We're always right. We'll be back after the break. Was I really leaving or was I searching for that peace of mind when I found I had Texas on my mind? The Hill Country Patriot. Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison, hillcountrypatriot.com, 104.3 and 102.1. Or hear us our recordings anytime, firstcoupleoftexasradio.com. Okay, Bill, are you here? Oh, I'm here, but I'm busy, Allison, because you're going to have to talk. <laughs> I am? Yep. Okay. Things to ponder. What if my dog only brings the ball back because he thinks I like throwing it? (laughs) That reminds me of a little story about dog training. A fellow got a new puppy, and he went to work. He came back, and the puppy had done his business on the carpet. So he rubs the dog's nose in it, and he, he lived in a house, so, you know, not it wasn't two-story or anything. It was just on the ground level. And he rubs the dog's nose in it, opens, uh, and goes over to the window, and tosses the dog out onto the lawn. Didn't hurt the dog. Uh, and the next day he goes to work. Same thing. The dog's left a pile in the living room. So he goes over, rubs the dog's nose in it, and tosses him out the window. And this went on several days in a row. But he, the dog finally learned. He came home one day. There was a pile in the living room floor. The dog saw him. dog ran over, rubbed his nose in the pile, and jumped out the window. <laughs> well, here are some other things to ponder. If the poison expiration date is passed, does that mean it's less or more poisonous? Huh. I never <laughs> thought of that. Which letter in scent, S-C-E-N-T, is silent? 
the S or the C? S C E N C. Oh, you're right. Do do twins ever realize that one of them is unplanned? (laughs) That's awful. That is terrible. Uh, But that that scent, that's interesting. I mean, there's the English language must be extremely difficult to learn. Oh, Uh, yeah. uh, I have a thing on that, but I I don't have it right in front of me. For example, just one thing I happen to know, uh, the word cleave has two opposite meanings. It can mean cleave together you know, husband and wife or something. Or it can mean separate, like mm-hmm. a meat cleaver, to cleave something. Well, there, there are several other words like that. That What are they, Elsie? <laughs> See? You did that to <laughs> me, know. so I did it to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What if oxygen is killing you and it just takes 75 to 100 years to work? <laughs> Do you realize that every time you clean, you make something else dirty? These are brilliant. hundred years ago, everybody had a horse. Only the rich had a car. Today, everyone has cars, and only the rich have horses. Yeah. There's a lot of truth to that. I know. I know. Do you realize if you rip a hole in a net, you have less holes than you started with? (laughs) Did you make these up? No. They're they're brilliant. They're actually brilliant. Whoever thought of that? Whose mind works like that? I know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't know, Allison. Does uh, I wonder if does Joe Biden's mind work like that? Let me start off with two words: made in America. Yeah, I don't think his mind works like that. <laughs> oh my 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 my! Uh, we talked about voting, and that's how important that is. Early voting is going to start on Monday. Uh, Planned Parenthood Texas has tried to register dead voters. And uh, the Irishman Beto O'Rourke is now attempting the same thing. Hmm. Now attempting the same thing. I did not know that. This is the guy that, uh, well, this is what he said uh, not too long about cops. I really love that uh, Black Lives Matters and uh, other protesters have put this front and center to defund police forces. Yeah, he, he supported defunding the police, supports defunding the police. Uh, he won't give you a straight answer on that. So remember that when you uh, decide whether you're going to vote for uh, uh, the Irishman Beto O'Rourke or Governor Abbott. Uh, and again, early voting starts on Monday. It's going to be at the uh, Kirk County Youth Events Center, uh, otherwise known as the Ag Barn. And it's also going to be at the Ingram Independent ISD Administration Building, 510 College Street in Ingram. So it's important that you get out and vote. Try to vote on Election Day instead of voting early if you possibly can. Uh, that's our advice. And there's a bond issue, and uh, you have to vote on A, B, or C. It's about, I haven't totaled it all, about $25 million, uh, for Kerr County. And uh, Allison and I are voting against it. Uh, and if you want to know why, go to firstcoupleoftexasradio.com, firstcoupleoftexasradio.com, and look at our interview that we did last week with uh, County Commissioner-elect Rich Paces. Okay, Her, uh, that's firstcoupleoftexasradio.com. Well, coming up in the next hour after our news break, we're going to be talking more about uh, what is he giving me here? Oh, yes, we're going to be talking to Dr. Mark McDonald, uh, who is uh, a psychiatrist, the author of Freedom from Fear, and a 12-step guide to personal and national recovery. 
absolutely fascinating interview. Uh, so that'll be coming up uh, right after the news break and then in the 9 o'clock hour uh, with Dr. McDonald. So stay tuned for that. A really fascinating interview. And learned a lot from it, as a matter of fact. So we are Bill and Allison. And I'm, I'm Allison. Yes, you are. And I'm Bill. And we, uh, Lord willing, we're, we're going to be back in just a few minutes. The Hill Country Patriot. Now, the first couple of Texas radio. Here's Bill and Allison Mencaro. Well, we'd like to welcome back Dr. Mark McDonald. Uh, as our audience knows, we interviewed Dr. McDonald a few months ago about his book, best-selling book, United States of Fear, How America Fell Victim to a Mass Delusional Psychosis. Dr. McDonald is a world-renowned ch uh, child, adolescent, and adult psychiatrist and physician. Uh, he's a voice of freedom in a dark and controlled world. A highly sought-after speaker and guest advocating for freedom for information and from tyranny, Dr. McDonald graduated from the University of California at Berkeley, attended the Medical College of Wisconsin, and trained in psychiatry at UCLA. He has lived and worked in Europe, Asia, and Central America. He speaks five languages, and his opinions on topics such as reopening America's schools, sexual identity politics, the U.S. pandemic of fear, and government-sponsored child abuse have been widely published by national and worldwide news organizations, including Fox News, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, Tucker Carlson, Dennis Prager, Charlie Kirk, The Wall Street Journal, and The Epic Times. Uh, Dr. McDonald, thanks again for being uh, again on the Bill and Allison Show. We appreciate you being here. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It's great to be back <laughs> and speak with you both in the audience. Well, well welcome back, Dr. McDonald. Uh, what, what we would like to know is why did you write Freedom from Fear, a 12-step guide to personal and national recovery? Freedom from Fear really came out of frequent questions that I received from audiences when I was speaking around the, the state of California and, and also on the East Coast and in the Midwest. And the question was always the same thing when I finished my talk. So we understand why the country has fallen victim to mass delusional psychosis. We understand how it happened, but we don't know what to do about it. How do we convince our family and friends to let go of their fear. It doesn't work just educating, just providing information. And it was a fair question. It was one I really didn't have an answer to, although I would often say, well, you need to connect with people emotionally first. That's the key to changing minds. And from that seed, I began to brainstorm. I had been reading Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. I also am very familiar with the 12-step program through AA. Many of my patients are in it. LA is a recovery town. Everybody's in recovery or knows someone who has been. So I developed a guide which is not directed towards the nation, but towards the individual. And it falls under a rubric of fear addiction. I see fear in the way that it's being expressed today in the United States as a byproduct of an addiction just like cigarettes. You reach into your pocket when you're anxious, you pull out a cigarette to calm down. What do people do now when they're anxious? They see a human being on the street. Oh my God, a human being. They pull out a mask and they put a mask over their face. This has happened to me personally three times in the last month. I know it's happening all over urban America right now. That is an example of fear addiction. And this is the way that people behave unconsciously. 
not because the government tells them to, not because of a mandate. All of that's gone. But because of the conditioning from these mandates, from these pseudo-laws, and from all of the parallel social pressures that we've been under for two years, not to mention the vertical pressure, people have now become unconsciously devotees of fear. They're not even thinking about it anymore. The only way that you can cure that, which is, in my view, an addiction, is by going through a 12-step recovery model, very similar to AA, and treating fear, just like we treat alcohol, cocaine, gambling, and sex addiction, as an addiction. That's how this book came about. That's why I wrote it. And that's the reason for my focus today on the individual and fear addiction, as opposed to the macro-level problems coming out of our federal government. We had several um, anecdotes, personal anecdotes in your book that, that, that I thought were really interesting. Um, would you would you care to share some of those with us? I, I think I think our audience would find them interesting. There's so many <laughs> stories that led to my writing this book. Uh, just recently, one that I don't even think I put in the book, but I think is really illustrative of what I see as a major problem, a component of fear addiction, which is not just about fear, by the way. I mean, the fear is built up and built out of a whole slew of different character weaknesses and behavioral problems. And one of them that I think is, is really predominant and goes really right and left, up and down, it cuts across all different demographics in our society, which is not a partisan issue whatsoever, is narcissism. I don't believe that we could have fallen prey to fear addiction 20 or 30 years ago because we weren't so narcissistically focused. And now, narcissism, the belief that my feelings, my life, my needs are the most important thing in the world is what's driving a lot of the sense of control and ironically also compliance with completely irrational dictates. I had a girl in my office who just turned 18 with her parents, emotionally unstable, threatening. She had yelled out she was going to kill one of the students at school, not because she was psychotic, or even really angry. She had just been narcissistically wounded. She had been denied something that she wanted, and so she went after this girl and became hysterical. I said to the parents, she's going to go to college in Chicago in January. She's taking a semester off to try to get some therapy. I said, if she acts this way in Chicago as a legal adult, she's not going to get a timeout. She's not going to be sent home without her lunch. She's going to be arrested. She's going to be put in handcuffs. And she may actually be expelled from school. This is a criminal offense. And the parents nodded because they knew this was true. The girl looked at me wide-eyed. This is the first time she'd ever heard something like this. And she said, that's not possible. They wouldn't do that to me. I said, they absolutely would do that to you, and they will. She was incensed. She was furious, angry, bewildered. All these emotions crossed her face. The mother looked at her and said, you need to listen to what the doctor's saying. She turned to her mother, and she rolled her eyes, and she said, girl, please. Wow. And I just sat there in silence, and I stared at the parents, and I said, is this the way she speaks to you at home? Like, you're a buddy? And the mother nodded her head, and the, head, and the father put his head in his hands. And I said, this is the problem. I said, you have a spoiled child. 
you don't have an adult daughter. <laughs> and the girl got up, she yelled, she screamed and yelled, and she slammed the door, and she left the office. And I said, let her, let her walk out. The mother wanted to come up and console. I said, let her leave. Let her leave. She's going to be on her own in six months. She needs to start now. If she doesn't start now, she's going to be in jail or she's going to be dead. I was really blunt, very straightforward, and I am to all my patients. This is an example of adolescent narcissism, of a baby that never got past the stage of having her diaper changed when she was wet, fed when she was hungry, and then clothed when she was cold. And she's acting the same way today, age 18, that she did when she was 18 months old. Wow. And that's, that's narcissism. That's an example of narcissism. Okay. And narcissism feeds into fear because when people are narcissistically focused and they only care about their own needs and their own feelings, they are very quick to impose their feelings and their wishes on other people, whether it's the social, antisocial distancing, masks, shots, lack of strength in pushing back against evil, there's an absence of courage. There's a hyper-focus on the self with the sacrifice of the needs of the community. You know, narcissism is very easy to control, meaning controlled by, when you have very sharp, very devious politicians, media, and corporations who use that narcissism as a way to incite anger, discord, competition among the population, and also a sense of victim entitlement. There was a commercial 20 or 30 years ago by L'Oreal with multiple models, all women, and they used the phrase, parce que je le veux bien, as the support for the rationalization of spending $200 on a bottle of perfume. And what that means in French is because I'm worth it. I'm worth it. Therefore, the rules don't apply to me. And that's the mindset of Americans today. And that's what they're told. They're told by the ads. They're told by the politicians. Because you're worth it, you should get whatever it is that you want. And we're going to help you get what you want as long as you fight against the people that we declare the enemies. And the enemies today are people who are courageous, free-thinking, support liberty, uh, medical decision-making and autonomy for the patient, homeschool, family, the protection and the integrity and the sanctity of the child and the child's body not being given over to pedophiles and transgender theorists, the protection of the sanctity of one's own autonomy for, say, fuel and safety and security, not a federalized police force, not a, a national centralized locus of electronic and electric powered, controlled cars that can be shut off because you voted the wrong way. These are all the things that they're pushing down our throats because of our narcissism, our lack of maturity. If we could get a hold of that narcissism, if we could uh, treat it, if we could uh, limit it, limit that, that sense of, of pride and hubris, I think we would be able to protect ourselves against this kind of nefarious movement, which is really one of ultimately dictatorship and totalitarian control. You know, these, these high-end consolidated powers are preying on that narcissism and expanding it and inflating it and feeding it so that they can get away from controlling us. And by the time we realize it, uh, it'll be too late. 
and then we won't be able to unchain ourselves. I mean, they're giving us the handcuffs and asking us to lock ourselves in the cell, and we're, we're gladly doing it. It's, it's really quite perverse. Coming up next week, you'll hear part two with that interview with Dr. Mark McDonald. Coming up after the break, learn why IKEA does not want you to eat French fries. From the mountains down to the sea, you become such a habit with me, America, America. Well, I come from down round Tennessee, but the people in California are nice to me, America. The Hill Country Patriot. Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison. HillCountryPatriot.com. We are indeed, Bill and Allison, and uh, it is 9.22 on, on Hill Country Patriot. Glad to have you with us. Several things going on in the Hill Country you need to know about. Camp Fest. Camp Fest. Uh, camp is the Children's Association for Maximum Potential. And they're having Camp Fest 2022, sponsored by the Gordon Hartman Family Foundation. And it is today from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, it's a free event, open to the community, including free lunch provided by Ridout Barrett and Company. Uh, it's going to be held in Center Point at Camp Camp, which is 515 Skyline Drive in Center Point. What is that? It's designed for individuals with special needs and their families to come out and enjoy camp in the beautiful Texas Hill Country. Uh, families can tour camp, experience activities, including a carnival. Uh, there'll be uh, individuals with dis- disabilities or medical conditions are invited, as well as their siblings. Uh, enjoy archery, outdoor cooking, arts and crafts. Have your pictures drawn by a caricature artist. Jump in the bounce house. Have your face painted. Hang out at the petting zoo. And uh, so that's all today. Uh, it's free, open to the community. And again, a free lunch is provided by Ridout Barrett and Company. And it'll be from 11 to 3 today at 515 Skyline Drive in Center Point. So that's something you should know about, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely, Allison. It is. Yeah, what you got? Well, I promised to tell you why um, IKEA does not want you to eat French oh, fries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's because um, IKEA. Because it's healthy, healthy not to eat French fries? Is that their reasoning? No. They say we should avoid eating French fries in order to save the planet. <laughs> of course. <laughs> because Do they explain that, or does that there's a, it, saying it makes it true? Uh, IKEA, or at least one IKEA, appears to believe um, that they have ordered their customers to refrain from eating the food over its alleged CO2 output. Wow. <laughs> but CO2... It, isn't CO2 what plant, plants have to have to live? That's true. That is true. You know, all this stuff about CO2 is bad and carbon emissions, 
If we if there was no CO two, there wouldn't be any plant life. That's there, true. Then That's then true. there wouldn't be any human life. Because plants not only absorb CO two to live, but they breathe out oxygen. I mean, this is That's elementary true. school science right. here. But apparently, you know, they the climate activists uh, ignore the science. Yeah. So according to a, a German business magazine, at least one branch of IKEA put up a sign telling its customers not to eat French fries due to the food's carbon footprint. Instead, instructing the public to opt for a greener option with their meal. The, the branch declared, we deliberately avoid French fries. Isn't plants, a, eating a plant-based <laughs> diet, a green option? <laughs> yeah. What? But you're not supposed to fry it. Because, because during processing and preparation, a portion of French fries causes more than four times as much CO2 as a portion of boiled potatoes. Okay. <laughs> By eating consciously... Everyone can contribute to the reduction oh, I'm sure people of greenhouse will, gases. I am sure people will stop eating French fries because IKEA tells them to. <laughs> I mean, that's that'll work. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, so some cu- customers uh, have not taken kindly to the instructions. Um, the uh, person person who first saw the sign says he deliberately avoids shopping in locations that lecture him. Absolutely, me too. Me too. IKEA is. is bad at that too yeah ikea according to this gentleman ikea deliberately does without fries i deliberate deliberately avoid shops that want to teach and patronize me yeah exactly well speaking of that crazy climate stuff um there's a group called just stop oil okay they don't they don't like oil um you know they don't like fossil fuels okay so the way they convince you to be against fossil fuels is that they deface famous paintings in museums. <laughs> you know, I, that convinces me. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think most of the pollution comes from burning oil rather than painting with it. So they're against oil paintings. Uh, most recently, I mean, well, okay, well, there was a Just Stop Oil is the name of the group. Uh, in July, they glued they glued their hands to a copy of Leonardo da Vinci's The Last Supper at a museum in London. A uh, month before that, members glued themselves to another Van Gogh paint uh, to a Van Gogh painting, Peach Trees Blossom, in London. Uh, and uh, just the other day, a uh, group uh, two activists from Just Stop Oil uh, glued they, they threw soup a can of Heinz tomato soup at an $85 million Van Gogh painting. Fortunately, the painting is behind glass. It's sunflowers, a very famous painting. And it's behind glass, so it didn't damage the painting. It just got on the glass and damaged the frame, apparently. But then they did what they always do. Glued, took, put uh, crazy glue, super glue on their hands and stuck their hands to the wall of the museum. And uh, police officers came, and I don't know how they, whether they just tore them hands off the thing or how they did it, but uh, then they arrested him. Now, my question is, why do they, you know, if, if I ran the museum, I would say they glued their hands to the wall with super glue? Okay, leave them alone. Just leave them there. You know, just leave them there. And when the museum closes, make sure you have a guard there so they don't do anything wacky. Uh, but just leave them there. You know, at some point, they're going to have to go to the bathroom. They'll get really hungry. They'll be begging for the police to come and take get their hands off them. And I guarantee you, 
nobody of these groups would ever do that again. <laughs> that's that's a very good point. Yeah. Very good point. That's the way I'd handle it. 9.28, Hill Country Patriot Time with Bill and Allison. And what else we got going on this weekend? Lester's Automotive Center is sponsoring a 15th annual charity car show today from 10.30, but it starts about an hour from now, to 2.30 at Singing Water Vineyards uh, in Comfort. And uh, you'll have to set your GPS if you don't know where Singing Water is. It's a little hard to find. 316 Mill Dam Road. It's going to benefit the Kendall County Sheriff's Office Foundation and uh, Military Working Dog Rescue Group. Uh, so it'll be an auction, uh, live music, food, wine, etc. So that's the 15th annual charity car show today, 10:30 a.m. to 2:30 p.m. at Singing Water Vineyards, 316 Mill Dam Road, in Comfort. Didn't you Didn't you tell me you had a story about uh, a local event about monarch butterflies? There is. Where? Let's see. Let's see. I've got that somewhere. Yes. And when you do that, I, so, I have some things to tell you, tell you about monarch butterflies. All right. Today, uh, at the Hill Country State Natural Area, area uh, which is in Bandera, uh, actually that's uh, FM 1077 southwest of Bandera, okay, Bandera Creek Road. Six, uh, the address is 10600 Bandera Creek Road. Uh, monarchs, uh, there's going to be a pollinator-themed discovery area. You visit with a park ranger, learn all about monarch butterflies, explore how they migrate, their life cycle stages, their role as pollinators, how they defend themselves, and what they symbolize. And there'll be a monarch mask paper craft station. So you can stop by any time from 10 a.m. today till noon, and that's going to be at the Borrow Day Use Area. Uh, near the headquarters, near the park headquarters. Again, this will be at uh, the Hill Country State Natural Area, 10600 Bandera Creek Road. And I believe that's also FM 1077 southwest of Bandera. So that'll be about monarch butterflies. And what have you got on monarchs, Allison? Well, <clears throat> we see uh, monarch butterflies, and I assume that they're having this event now because um, I think we're, I don't know exactly when, but I think it's mid, mid-October, um, is when they they migrate um, south um, they're going to their uh, they're coming from their breeding grounds in the north um, Canada and northeast United States and right now they're going to their um, winter homes in uh, Mexico's um, Mexican uh, pine forests mm. and they what these monarchs travel about 2,000 miles from their breeding grounds in Canada and the north, northeastern United States and the Great Plains in the Midwest. Uh, but the ones that we see are coming from Canada and the northeastern United States. Um, they have an inherited genetic code that directs them to the winter home of their ancestors. They have never been to Mexico before. Wow. But, they, but they will find the precise location. None will get lost along the way. They'll even relocate the correct bearings if strong winds steer them off course. They navigate by the sun, but if cloudy days obscure the sun, they have brain molecules that act like a magnetic compass to keep them on course. And people say there is no God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, at, at least 90% of the breeding monarchs will migrate through t- Texas. 
uh, most fly along the Texas Funnel, which is a broad um, monarch butterfly <laughs> highway <laughs> stretching diagonally uh, from near Denton to Austin and down to Laredo. Um, and we don't get them here in Kerrbell, but they are, if you go down I-10, about about 10 miles, maybe about down to Comfort. Um, I, I discovered it um, quite a few years ago. I was driving down the highway, and my windshield was absolutely covered, totally covered with these poor little butterflies. And uh, so I pulled off at a gas station to uh, clean off my windshield, and there was a gentleman there who just happened to be Ridge Floyd, um, was a local um, musician who has unfortunately died recently. But um, I said, what on earth is happening? And so he, he told me about the... Uh, um, the um, they're um, that they do this, um, and it takes them two months t- to get to to Mexico. Um, so so these these butterflies have never been to Mexico before. I mean, they are bored in the United States or in Canada, but they return to their ancestors' home, and they don't breed when they're there. They don't breed until um, um, until they get to their breeding grounds in in february hmm. that's fascinating mm-hmm. yeah well you can learn more about monarchs as i said uh later uh today um at the uh discovery table at hill country state natural area uh which is uh southwest of bandera and uh, there'll be a ranger there to tell you much more about monarchs 934 is our hill country patriot time three Major medical organizations have uh, demanded that the Department of Justice investigate and prosecute uh, facilities, uh, I'm sorry, prosecute threats against healthcare facilities that offer gender surgeries for minors. American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Medical Association, the Children's Hospital Association uh, has asked um, the Attorney General, the Department of Justice, uh, to crack down against threats against certain hospitals and physicians. They have also, which is okay, I mean, we don't believe in violence, but they've also asked the Department of Justice to deploy technology companies to censor content that criticizes sex change surgeries for children. Wow. The AMA, American Academy of Pediatrics, Children's Hospital Association, want Facebook and Twitter, et cetera, to censor content that if somebody posts that they're, they're opposed to or question sex change surgeries for children, uh, even though such language is protected by the First Amendment. And relating to that, Parents in the state of Virginia could face felony child abuse charges if they refuse to affirm their child's gender identity. Felony charges for parents who refused to go or go along with their child's gender identity. If a child reports to anybody, a teacher, anybody, that their parents does not, quote, do not affirm the child's stated gender identity, 
the law is that that person, teacher, adult, whatever, has to inform Child Protective Services. According to, and this isn't law in Virginia yet, but it's a bill that's been introduced. There would be a police investigation, and there could be felony abuse charges for parents, and a uh, turning the kids over to Child Protective Services, so-called Child Protective Services. Also, a goal of damaging the reputations of these parents if they don't pre- follow the prescribed gender ideology. Uh, now, the person who introduced this bill, her name is Guzman. Oh, yeah. Guzman, you know who that is? Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I read that story. Okay. Yeah, I don't... Uh, oh, Virginia State Delegate Elizabeth Guzman, a Democrat. Doesn't that shock you? Of course. You? Uh, she said... Uh, we know that a CPS charge could harm your employment, could harm your education, because nowadays many people do a CPS database search before offering employment. Uh, she also said not affirming their child's gender identity might bar the parents from getting into heaven. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she's an expert on how to get into heaven. Here she says, so- this, sounds like it, this is a quote from her. You know, we all have a commitment to God. And for those believers out there, we know that there's life after life. And there's going to be a conversation between that person and God. And that's what we're after, to go by what the Bible says. <laughs> but she was for mutilating children. I don't yeah. see, where's that commanded in the Bible? Yeah. We've got, a, we've got an audio of Delegate Elizabeth Guzman explaining her bill. These same progressives in Fairfax County actually believe that they should lock parents out of their children's lives. They think that parents have no right to know what your child is discussing with their teacher or their counselor. Democratic Virginia delegate Elizabeth Guzman is a social worker, and she's planning on reintroducing a bill in Richmond that she says would help protect LGBTQ children from their parents and guardians who may not be affirming of their child's sexual orientation and gender identity. This is how we're going to push back. Her bill would expand the state's definition of child abuse and neglect to include parents who do not affirm their child's gender identity or sexual orientation. There's an investigation also in place that is not only, you know, from a social worker, but there's also a police investigation before we make the decision that there's going to be a CPS charge. What could the penalties be if, you know, the investigation concludes and it's concluded that a parent is not affirming of their LGBTQ child, what could the consequences be? Well, we first have to have an investigation. You know, it could be a felony, it could be a misdemeanor, but we know that a CPS charge could harm, you know, your employment, could harm your education. Yeah, yeah, how about that? That's in Virginia. Now, she says she's pulling back on that. She's not sure she's going to, she's going to hold off on introducing her bill uh, for a while because she's gotten so much pushback on it, but she still wants it. She still wants it. She wants parents to be arrested if they don't quote, affirm their child's gender identity. Mm -hmm. That's Virginia. Of course, Fairfax County has become very liberal. We used to live there Mm -hmm. in Virginia and, uh, it's become, wasn't like it was 30 years ago. Uh, it's, it's changed a lot. Uh, but there's a new initiative from the Texas Family Project, which ain't Virginia and ain't Fairfax County, from the Texas Family Project fighting against the growing effort to sexualize children. Uh, it launched this week. It's called Defend Our Kids, 
Texas. Defend Our Kids Texas. Uh, and they're, Defend Our Kids Texas says they will serve as boots on the ground in the fight against the anti-family crusade. Uh, they say their mission is to expose these attacks on innocence by uncovering and aggressively highlighting the left's antics. And it's encouraging citizens to report upcoming drag shows for children through a form on their website. So if you know about upcoming drag show that's, that's uh, for, quote, all ages, or particularly for children in schools, outside of school, go to defendkidstx.com. Defendkidstx.com. There's a form there. You can report what's going on. Um, and Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, who is on the ballot, uh, by the way, um, we'll talk about, we've talked about voting earlier, and we're going to do it again. Uh, but Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton says he wants the state legislator, legislature to act. He said, quote, uh, these drag shows are grotesque, disturbing behavior for children. And he says, he says, I don't care what adults want to do, but for children, he says, under Texas law, local district and county attorneys are charged with taking up the mantle to protect Texas kids by prosecuting these types of totally inappropriate acts. And Ken Paxton also said, What's more, in 2023, the Texas legislature should amend the Texas Penal Code to expressly prohibit this kind of grossly sexual conduct uh, among children, before children, and empower my office to prosecute when district and county attorneys refuse. See, what's happening a lot of these George Soros-funded uh, and elected uh, district attorneys, county attorneys, mostly district attorneys, uh, such as they have in San Antonio, um, and uh, they're, they're not prosecuting a lot of crimes, and that's one of them. Uh, what they want is chaos. They want to sexualize our children. Uh, they want chaos in the streets. Why would anybody want chaos in the streets? Because people will say, oh, government, please protect us. Oh, fine. Well, with security comes tyranny, and that's what they want. They want lifetime appointments to, to uh, office. Uh, they want everybody uh, to be dependent on the government, and uh, that's... You know, chaos will do that. Uh, chaos will will bring them that. Nine forty three on the Bill and Allison show, and we gotta take a little break. What, we are. What do we have coming up, Allison? Well, I'm going to tell you why Texas Pete is being sued. Texas, our Texas, all hail the mighty state. Texas, oh Texas, you're wonderful and great. Boldest and grandest, withstanding every test. Oh, empire wide and glorious, you stand supremely blessed. Texas, oh Texas, your freeborn single star sends out its radiance to nations near and far. Emblem of freedom, it sets our hearts aglow with thoughts of San Jacinto and glorious Alamo. God bless you, Texas, and keep you brave and strong, that you may grow in power and work throughout the ages long. God bless you, Texas, and keep you brave and strong, that you may grow in power and work throughout the ages long.
will drop into the low 60s and then a mix of sunshine and clouds on Sunday. A little bit more gusty and our highs will be in the mid 80s. The Hill Country Patriot. Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison. HillCountryPatriot.com, 104.3 and 102.1. And you can hear our recordings anytime. First couple of TexasRadio.com. And speaking of our recordings, uh, Election Day is upon us. Early voting is starting on Monday, and there'll be a number of names on the ballot that you uh, uh, should vote for, when whether you're uh, casting a Republican or Democrat ballot. Uh, but there's going to be, uh, in Kirk County, there's going to be four, uh, excuse me, three bond issues totaling, uh, I haven't totaled them all up, but uh, around $25 million, something like that. And uh, Alice and I are voting against all three, and because we don't believe in raising taxes during a recession, and it's going to raise raise taxes because they have to pay the, in- the county has to pay the interest on these bonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, if you go to firstcoupleoftexasradio.com and look for the interview right at the top, uh, with Kirk County Commissioner-elect Rich Paces that we did last week. Uh, you can listen to that interview and find out all about the bond issue. And uh, he gives the arguments for and against, uh, but he's against. And uh, that's uh, something you, you need to know about because uh, bond issues uh, affect your pocketbook. Uh, so the, uh, early voting will start Monday uh, at the Hill Country Youth Event Center, uh, Ag Barn, or at the Ing- Ingram ISD building at 510 College Street in Ingram. 949 is Hill Country Patriot time, and it's time for Buddy Brown, one of our favorite musicians, coming on board. Take it away, Buddy. Truck Sessions. What's going on, y'all? You know, in the wake of critical race theory and big, huge corporations telling their employees that they need to be less white, I'm just tired of being everybody's punching bag. How about that? I wrote a little song for this next generation, did a little rewrite. That's right. Here we go. White boys ain't easy love and they're hard to control The school system tells us they're evil, man, that's getting old Big pickup trucks, mullets and Levi's They all got bills they can't pay They don't trust the news, they all love guns Grew up on Skinner and Hank So mama's your babies grow up to hate white boys Don't let them go woke cause he'll act like a schmuck Let them get mud grips and big lifted trucks Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to hate white boys Cause they'll turn on the view and see it in news Even with someone they love White boys like Chick-fil-A sandwiches and Stone Cold Steve Austin Fishing on Sunday in stole cans and khakis at church Big pickup trucks, mullets and Levi's They all got bills they can't pay They don't trust the news, they all love guns Grew up on Skinner and Hank Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to hate white boys Don't let them go woke cause he'll act like a schmuck 
Let them get mud grips and big lifted trucks. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to hate white boys. They'll turn on the view, CNN News, even with someone they love. Buddy Brown, Buddy Brown there. Y'all be sure to subscribe. We tell it like it is yeah, around Buddy here Brown. because you America's t- lost its balls and few people will. There's my mission statement. <laughs> God bless you. Y'all be good. You too, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate you being on the show, on the Bill and Allison Show. Well, I before the break, I promised to tell you um, that how about uh, Texas Pete is being sued. No, that's the hot sauce maker? The hot sauce. Yeah. Uh, a California resident purchased a $3 bottle of Texas Pete hot sauce at a supermarket in Los Angeles. He believed he was buying a piece of Texas pride. But contrary to the cowboy on the bottle and the name, the hot sauce brand is made in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. It is? <laughs> I didn't know that. Texas Pete's made in North Carolina? Yes. Oh, wow. And Philip White, who is who is uh, is bringing this class action suit, um, said he was misled by false advertising, so he filed a class action suit against the makers of Texas Pete. No kidding. He said he would not have bought the Louisiana-style hot sauce or would have paid significantly significantly less for it if he knew that it wasn't made in texas according to his complaint Hmm. the um, manufacturer knowingly capitalized on consumers desire to partake in the culture and authentic cuisine of the one of the most prideful states in america the complaint says (laughs) wow wow yeah i mean that's remember the uh the ad for uh Salsa, where they the guy's looking at the I don't think it's on anymore, but the guy looks. Oh, New York City. Yeah, made in New York City. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh golly. Well, speaking of food, speaking of food, uh, a New Orleans research organization says that cotton burgers may be a potential solution to the world's food problems. Cotton burgers, burgers made out of cotton. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah uh, uh, uh best food according to studies the emperor cheng tang ordered his chief minister to prepare an inventory of the most flavorful foods available in all of china this is 1500 bc of meat dishes his chief minister said The best are orangutan lips. Orangutan lips. What? We haven't. They're delicious, Allison. That sounds awful. Also, the tails of young swallows and the choice parts of yak and elephants. Now, what does that remind you of, Allison? We've had yak. We've had yak butter. We've had yak meat. Oh, that's right. That's right. Who, who was it? somebody sent it to us? They didn't they share? Well, it? there's there are, two, there are two stories about that. We we had yak uh, meat in a, some restaurant somewhere. Oh, that's right. And then we liked it so much, we found on the internet oh, somebody right. who sold it, that's and right. uh, so we bought some. And then our house burned down. And well, don't bring that up. Why do you bring that up? That's <laughs> it was, a downer. It was in our freezer. Don't bring well, that. Well, it up. wasn't cheap. <laughs> it wasn't cheap. Well, don't bring that up. Okay. Well, we'll, 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 let me finish talking about about Texas Pete. Oh, I thought you were done. No. Um, 
the the reason this fellow is suing is because because the label uses distinctly Texan imagery. That's that's his words. It does words yeah. in the lawsuit, including the famed uh, white star from the Texas flag, together with a lassoing cowboy. Um, the cowboy is also etched into the glass on the front of the bottle. But regardless of the label, there is surprisingly nothing Texas about Texas Pete. Huh. According to the to the lawsuit, it isn't it is not even made with ingredients sourced from the state of Texas. I didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. so that's a, it's a mm-hmm. fake thing. Texas Pete is not Texas. Exactly. Uh, the according to to this this lawsuit, the company concocted this false marketing and labeling scheme specifically because it knows the state of Texas enjoys a certain mysticism and appeal in the consumer marketplace and is known for its quality cuisine, spicy food, and hot sauce well, in particular. Well, let me tell you about hot sauce. We went to the farmer's market in Kerrville, which is going on right now mm-hmm. in the River Hills Mall right outside of the J.C. Penney in the parking lot. That'll be going on until noon. I highly recommend it. There's a, there's a stand there that sells hot sauce made, not only made in Texas, made in Kerrville, mm-hmm. okay? Made in Kerrville, and uh, it's great. I mean, we bought several, they have like four or five varieties, you know, depending on the hotness you want. One is made with pineapple and habanero, and uh, some are milder than others, a green sauce, and a hot, real hot sauce, and ghost pepper sauce and things. Made in Kerrville. Mm-hmm. It's a small company, a uh, young couple making it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so go go there and patronize uh, the uh, farmer's market in Kerrville. Again, at the J.C. Penney parking lot today until noon. There's also a farmer's market in Junction until noon at the Junction City Park. <clears throat> and in Comfort at the Comfort City Park. And they all wrap up at noon. So we'll get out there. If it, uh, your local farmer's market, support local farmers. Mm-hmm. Uh, support local businesses. Not all farmers, but support local businesses. They need it. They need your support. Okay, well, let me continue about Texas Pete. All right. The lawsuit uh, is asking that the company uh, pay for damages. To whom? I don't know. No. <laughs> and to cha- change. damaged? <laughs> exactly. And to change uh, its name and branding because it has cheated its way to a market-leading position in the $3 billion hot sauce industry. But they go on to say that the company's practices are harmful to smaller companies in Texas who similarly seek to leverage uh, consumer demand for authentic Texas hot sauce, but who play by the rules. Well, well, Halloween's coming up. Uh, by the way, Allison, I hear for Halloween, Jill Biden is going to dress up as a real doctor. <laughs> Jill, Jill Biden. Jill Biden. Uh-huh. Jill. Jill, not Joe. That's not, right. No. We know, we know famous Joe Biden. <laughs> Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. What a comfort it is that we have you as our president, so, supposedly. It's actually his caretakers, our president. Bill and Allison are out of here, uh, reminding you to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Oh, we're not quite out of here. We've got another minute to go. Still I trust in the Lord with all your heart. <laughs> you should still trust in the Lord with all your heart, okay? All right. Uh, reminding you of several things. Uh, let's see. October fish today and tomorrow. Kilt at the uh, Youth Event Center in Kerrville. Fly Ag- casting. Ag- uh, at the Agburn. Learn fly casting, and there'll be instructors there. Uh, event goers of all levels. Beginner expert. Hands-on learning from pro-level fly fishing experts. Uh, that'll be at noon today at the uh, Ag Barn, so-called. Um, the Hill Country Indian Artifact Show is going to be at the Lady Bird Johnson Municipal Park Pioneer Pavilion in Fredericksburg today. 
and uh, go to that. Uh, that'll be until 4 o'clock this afternoon. Well, believe it or not, I we are out of here. <laughs> Lord, we hope to be back uh, next Saturday with you from 8 to 10. In the meantime, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. KRNH HD2, Kerrville, K271CH, Fredericksburg, K2A2BI, Kerrville, The Hill Country Patriot.